Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. All right. So... This is going to be quick, Talent Takeover Unfiltered. We got a really great question in response to our last podcast. So we are going to bring it to you. And this is about gaps in employment. So Mm -hmm. Taylor, please read the question and let's just answer it. Okay. So I have a friend who's considering leaving her current job. However, she has not hit her 90 days with that employer. She's worried about how this will look and how she will explain this. She was a stay-at-home mom and then entered the workforce again. Her first employer back back. She spent a year with him. So her first employer, I guess she spent a year with him after she was a stay at home mom, spent a year with that employer. She left as it was not her previous industry and where her passion was. Now she's doing what she loves, yet the culture around her is toxic. Thoughts on how to explain this if and when she decides to leave. So I think in summarizing the question is if you are, this person is currently employed, but hasn't been there for 90 days. And Mm -hmm. she loves the work that she's doing and she's passionate about the work that she's doing, the industry that she's in, but the company is not the right fit for her. It's a toxic environment. How -hmm. should she explain that on her resume when she decides to leave? If it's less than 90 days or even if it's like four months. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, I'm biased here, but naturally I'm going to grab a recruiter to pretend I was, you know, recruited. Right. Um, Uh And I had to leave. But I think the sad part in this is that she brings up that she was a stay at home mom before. So you can see that the confidence there is like she doesn't think she deserves to have a gap you know, in her resume, mm-hmm. which is, you know, and, and she's see, it seems like almost she's insecure to go find a new job. Um, yeah. and like she should be thankful for her job, which by the way, we should all be thankful for our jobs. So I think hopefully Amen. we're there, Amen. you know? Um, but I think that look, some things are out of your control. And unfortunately a toxic work environment is out of your control. And that's that moment that you have to choose you. And you have to choose your family because it's not good for you. And I think that when you're starting to look around, you know, first of all, stay, stay there for as long as you can, because finding a job while you're still employed is definitely our suggestion. But, um, I think you just bring it up. I think it, I think it's really safe, like safe environments. I think now we, uh, there's a lot more empathy in recruiting for sure. Um, I mean, sure, there's, there's some bad ones out there, but there's bad ones everywhere. Um, but I think it's just like, look, explain it just like that. I love what I do. Unfortunately, it's been almost, you know, 90 days and I realized this isn't the culture they had promised me and they had portrayed in my interview process. Now it's really mm-hmm. clear this is not going to be a good environment for me. So I would love to just find the same exact job that I'm passionate for elsewhere. Agreed. And I think that's really fair. I think that's a great approach if you're still employed. I think what I would probably do if the person wasn't employed, so I think this is two scenarios and both are are great and stem from this question is that's, and you outlined how you should respond if you're still employed there. And great, obviously great idea, like great suggestion. You should always try to find another job while you're still currently employed versus up and quitting. But 
I mean, we've all been there. I, I think we've all been there. I don't know if you have quite, but like we've had companies where it's like, I can't fucking take this another day. Like you feel like you're going to lose your mind. So I know there's going to be scenarios where somebody could have just quit after a couple months. So if it were me and say I was a stay at home mom for five years, started to work at a company, was awful, not what they promised me, toxic. And I did just up and quit after two months, three months. I probably wouldn't even put that on my resume if it were me. I probably would just keep going, like stay at home, mom, you're back in the job search. I probably would just omit it if I was already, if I had already quit the job, I probably just wouldn't put that on my resume at all. Yeah. The only caveat would be, and I'm just thinking like if I was a stay at home, um, would be like, look, one, I, yes, I got the job. I got the job, right? So I probably could get the job again, Mm -hmm. but what if I wanted to show, Hey, look, I already got the job. They already hired me. Like I've been through the, I've been through the gauntlet. You know, mm-hmm. so it's but my the the culture was toxic. So I don't know. I could see both sides on putting it on. Although I do err on not putting it on. Well, I employed. I would think there would be assumptions that people would have about. Okay, well, she was a stay at home mom, and then she went and did that for a couple months. She wasn't really ready to go back to work. Like I think they oh, could draw okay. a lot of yeah. assumptions that would be negative. Versus, mm-hmm. I totally get what you're saying. Like. They've already gone through the process. They've shown that they could be a stay-at-home mom and transition right back into the workforce and get through an interview and all of that. You know, like I think there's skills there, right? To get through that process, to get to the point that you're hired. I think there's something to be said about that. However, I think if you're not able to have a conversation, which we know in the first, like all they have to go off is your LinkedIn, your resume, you're not going to get that chance to explain yourself yet. I probably just would have it completely. True. You're right. I agree. Yeah. Two schools of thought for two different scenarios. If you are Mm -hmm. still employed there, then definitely try to find something while you're still employed and explain the situation. And like Brianna said, I mean, that's not uncommon. Like that people are more understanding of toxic work cultures these days and that people who wants to stay in that, you know, Mm -hmm. and go ahead. Uh, the the caveat here is like no one also wants to hear someone venting during an interview. So you know, please mind your p's and q's when it comes to that. I'll explain and move forward and try to to sound as optimistic and positive as you can. Yeah, and just I would go with like what you said. Like the culture fit is not it's not aligned with what we discussed in my interview process. And be vague, like you said. Don't go into too much detail. And then on the flip side of it, you know, I think if it's if you're interviewing and they're like, have you ever done X, Y, Z before? So like the industry that you're in. So you've already quit yeah. the job that you were in for two months. You quit that job, two, three months, whatever it is, you quit it. You're at the point of interview. They want to know if you have any experience doing that job. I think then you could bring it up. Then you can talk about it. But I wouldn't on paper put that on my resume because I think it would make you look like, I think people draw assumptions that are probably not accurate at all. But I yeah. think without talking to you, they'll draw assumptions. I like it. Okay. Um, so- we are out. I hope you guys like this. We haven't done this before. We do get asked questions and typically, you know, we just give you an email response or a LinkedIn response, mm-hmm. but this one was pretty big and it's also really fun. So keep them coming. If it's something like this, where we are getting asked the same question, just in uh, different ways, we're going to, we're going to bring it to air and we're going to yeah. bring it to the YouTube. So this was fun. All right. And our dear Abby on. Bye y'all. <laughs>